0: Hello, hello, it's your host Janine Esperand. Today we are going to be doing a rerun episode. There is so much goodness in the archives of this podcast that we thought that over the summer we would bring back some of your most favourite episodes and also some of your favourite interviews with amazing guests. So grab your notebook, grab a pen as we dive in to this awesome episode. Hello, hello, you're listening to the Career Change Maker podcast. Having the courage to leave a career that you have worked hard to build and try something else can be tough. So in each episode, we dive into key career change strategies so that you have a clear understanding of what is required to transition into a new role or a new industry without feeling like you have to start at the bottom or have to take a massive pay cut because hashtag ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> if you are ready for frank and honest discussions about how to become a career change maker, keep listening. I'm your host, lawyer turned career strategist and executive coach Janine Esbrand. Hello, hello. So I'm jumping on to talk about a topic. And the topic is three reasons you are convincing yourself that you need to stay in your current role, even though you no longer enjoy it. So I wanted to talk about this topic because I've been doing a lot of reflecting recently. So I want to dive in and talk about this topic because since I have made the transition away from being a lawyer and a coach to being a full-time coach and business owner. Um, I've had a lot of questions from people who've been asking me about how I went about making the transition, why I chose to make the transition from being a lawyer to um, running my own business and how I kind of came to to the place of taking the plunge. Um, And so I thought I was thinking about it and I was thinking about the fact that I've been I've been contemplating making this transition for a long time, and I was asking myself the question: What has caused me to wait as long as I waited? Um, what thought process did I go through? And I really came up with three reasons. Why I was delaying in making the career move that I knew I wanted to make. And I think it's probably three reasons that you can relate to if you are someone who has been thinking about making a career change for some time, but you have found yourself staying where you are despite feeling bored or frustrated or knowing that you're not really aligned to your organization or the role that you're doing. So I wanted to break it down and I wanted to talk about it. So the three reasons. So the first reason, The first reason why you might be convincing yourself. And before I go into the reasons, I want to talk about why I've chosen that word convincing, because it is really about convincing yourself to stay. If you're in the situation where you find yourself feeling frustrated, you find yourself saying, I don't want to do this anymore, but yet you're, you're still there. So you're coming up with reasons why you need to stay right and that's why i'm saying it's convincing because you have an idea of what you want to do you know you want to make a transition but yet you're staying where you are and then you go through a thought process that tells you why it is you need to stay in this position so you're convincing yourself that it's the right thing to do to stay but the reality is it's not it's not enough because you keep coming back to the same place where you're saying but i'm not happy and i don't want to do this and you feel like you're going back and forth with it so it is really convincing but here are the three reasons so the first is doubt And I think doubt is a big one. So doubting whether it is even possible for you to make a move into something else. So you may look around and you may have seen examples or you may have heard of other people who have made a successful career change. But in the back of your mind, you're saying to yourself, yeah, well, it's okay for them. So, yes, they might also be a lawyer like me or yes, they may also be in the same profession as me, but their situation is different from mine. They have a different list of credentials or they have a different background or there's various different reasons why they are so different from you that it isn't going to be possible for you. Even though you see that is a possible option, even though you see that there is that there is a way to go down the route that you're considering, you're not seeing it as possible for you. So that doubt can really, really keep you where you are because you're saying to yourself, like, could I really do it? I don't think I could really do it. And then a number of different things might come up for you. Like I've been in my industry for too long. I've been practicing in this way for such a long time. I'm too old. There's lots of new people who are younger and brighter than me going into the industry that I'm thinking about moving into. It's not going to be possible. And you have all of these thoughts all of these thoughts that are playing out in your mind that are just feeding into that doubt that you have around whether or not this is possible. And so as you as you um, dwell on those thoughts, as you entertain those thoughts, they really turn into beliefs. So those thoughts that you have around what is possible or not possible for you turn into beliefs to the point where you're like, yeah, that's just fact. That's just what it is. Like, it's not possible for me to move from here to there because I've been in my industry for too long, full stop. And I doubt that it's ever going to be possible. So then you just stop there and then you no longer take any steps towards it or you no longer entertain it until that thought comes up in your mind where it's like, oh, I'm not happy. I'm frustrated. Right. So I think for me, when it comes to doubt, it was, is it going to be possible for me to transition into working in my business full time and earning the same kind of salary or more than I was earning as a lawyer? And so there was doubts around that for me. And so that kept me saying, well, I need to stay where I am because I have financial commitments. I need to stay where I am right now because I've set my life up in a way where I need to be able to earn the same level of income. So those were the things that were coming up for me in terms of doubting whether or not it would be possible for me to transition into working full time as a coach. So that was the first thing. So first reason that you could be doubt. The second one is confusion. So being confused about what the step even is, what steps you need to take, what the first step even is, what would you do next, like what the plan would be, what would the transition plan look like? And if you've been in your industry, if you've been in your role, if you've been practicing in the way that you've been practicing for a long time, your frame of reference is very much rooted in what you're used to. So you know how your industry works, right? If you are a lawyer, you know what it looks like too. Have to go to law school and then for you to do a training contract and then for you to work as a junior and then go into being an associate and then from there move to partnership. Like you know what the plan is, right? And if you're in any other kind of professional services background, there's a similar trajectory, right? You do your training, you go in as a junior, you put in the hours, you put in the time, and then you go up the ladder. And that's what you know. So that's your frame of reference. Like when you look around in your professional circles, that is how people do things, that is what you're used to. And so That's all you know. So when you then start to think outside of that and you think about stepping outside of what you're what you know to be the norm, there's confusion. Your mind is just like, oh, what's this? What's this now? What's this? Like you don't even know what it looks like outside of your sphere or, you know, where you're used to operating. And because you don't know what it looks like, because it's confusing to you, because it's different. You just retreat and you're like, this is a whole different world. Like this is a whole new kettle of fish. I don't know if you are a parent and um, you, you know, when you were planning your pregnancy or you were planning um, that, that transition into being a mother or being a parent, um, you might've read the books, right? You read the books. Um, they told you what to expect from your baby. They told you all the things and you were prepared. Like you were prepared. That's how I felt. I was prepared for motherhood. And then when my baby came, I realized that he had not read any of those books because he was not complying with the books. He was not doing what they said he would do. I looked at it like a formula, like the book said, if I do this, he would do that. And the reality was that he didn't. And what I realized was this was a whole new world. Like I had no frame of reference for this. Everything that I knew up to this point, like did not entail all that I was experiencing and all of the books and the resources that I tried to use to prepare myself did not fully prepare me and it was just like stepping into the twilight zone of like is this really what goes on and why has nobody ever told me this and why did nobody tell me it was going to be this hard and why and I I had all of these questions about this whole different world of motherhood that I had no idea about but the reason why I had no idea about it is because I wasn't a mother before I didn't need to know I didn't need to know all of these things about how babies operate and how you need to be able to um, care for them I didn't need to know that so I didn't know it and so it's similar for you if you are operating in your industry and working in the way that you've always worked there's certain things that you don't need to know outside of what you do on your day-to-day basis and so you don't know about it but when you step outside of that and you do start exploring other worlds and other ways of doing things, you realize that there are different ways of doing things. And there are different ways that companies function. And there are different ways that you're able to work That that it doesn't all have to be what you know to be true. And when you realize that and you're willing and open to exploring the alternatives that can really open up. Your perspective and that can really open up the possibilities for you in terms of what you think you can or you can't do. So, the confusion that you have is often because you're trying to make decisions based on limited data. And I talk about this a lot around data driven decisions. If you don't have enough data to decide what it is you need to be doing, then it it isn't that you need to say, Okay, well, I can't make the move. It's that you need to go and gather that data. So, when I was confused about, Well, how do I transition? from having a business on the side to making this a full-time business, there was confusion. There was confusion for me because I was like, I don't actually know how I'm going to make this work. I don't actually know the steps that are required. But when when I took the step outside of, I'm in my lawyer world and my lawyer circles and I moved into the business world and the business circles and connected with different types of people and worked with different types of mentors and coaches and got the um, guidance that I needed, then so many things opened up for me. So much understanding opened up for me, but I wouldn't have had that had I just stayed where I was just saying, I don't know how I'm going to be able to build a business or grow a business, right? So it does take courage to kind of step outside of what you know, to start exploring outside of what you know. So that's the second thing that can really be holding you back. It's the confusion piece. I'm confused about what I would even do. So what we need to be doing is stepping into, okay, well, what steps do I need to take to get the knowledge that is required so I'm no longer confused? So that's the second thing. Another thing, which I think is a big one, which it took me a while to kind of pinpoint was um, or is guilt. Guilt. And here's why it's guilt. Because the likelihood... um, or it's likely that if you are somebody who's worked hard to get to where you are in your career and you've dedicated a lot of time, a lot of resource into getting to this stage, you've worked hard and you're in an industry or you're in a role that a lot of people may have wanted to get into, have tried to get into, haven't succeeded in getting into. And so the idea that you would work so hard to get somewhere and it might be a sought after role and then you're going to walk away from that and do something different. There is an element of guilt that comes up because it's like, I feel bad. Like on the outside to other people, this looks like fantastic This looks like a fantastic role. This looks like a fantastic lifestyle. So what is my problem? I should be happy with this. I should be okay with that. And all the shoulds come up. And when you're operating with those shoulds, then it's easy to feel guilty and it's easy to feel bad, particularly when we're we're talking about being in a pandemic, right? There are people who are losing their jobs. There are people who are being laid off, who are being furloughed. And here I am, somebody who has a job, who has opportunity, and I'm saying I don't want it. Like there's a lot of guilt that can come up around that. But what, what, I, what I was able to reconcile and what I would encourage you to do is realizing that even if you have dedicated time and energy to get into where you are in your career now, that doesn't mean that you have to stay there for your entire career. Recognize that who you were as a person when you started out in your career is not who you are today. And it's not who you're going to be in another five years or 10 years. So as you go throughout your life, you change experiences change you, your values will shift, you will become a different person. So just because your wants and desires have changed, that doesn't mean it's a bad thing. Because all that you've gained so far, you're going to be able to take that with you and move forward and leverage it so it's not wasted. So when I was able to really reconcile the fact that being a lawyer and having all of those skills that I've gained is beneficial to me going forward. It's beneficial to my clients it's beneficial to whoever I'm going to be working with. It was easier for me to reconcile. And also understanding that when you're in a role that is isn't the right fit for you, when there's misalignment between your role and and you as a person, you're never going to be able to operate at like the 100 percent level. And what I mean by that is you may be able to operate in a way that you are producing, that you are doing your work, that you are, um, you know, you're delivering on your deliverables. But if you're if the motivation isn't there and if you don't feel good about the work that you're doing, you're not really going to be giving it your all. Right. You're not really going to be showing up fully in the work that you're doing. And therefore, you're not making as much of an impact as you would be able to make through the work that you do. So when you're able to say, okay, well, I'm going to find something that is more aligned to me as a person, and that does allow me to make an impact through the work that I do, then that's given you the opportunity to show up fully. And it's given you the opportunity to make the kind of impact that maybe only you can make in that particular role, right? Because if you're doing something that you're absolutely passionate about, or you're doing something where your skill set is so well aligned, then you're going to be able to make a, a contribution that maybe different, better, over and above somebody else who's just doing the role because they can. I was speaking to a client recently who's thinking about making a transition and when she was talking to me about the type of transition that she's considering and when I was you know asking her questions about her current experience and she was just relaying all of the different skills that she has and the qualifications and the certifications and everything that she brings to the table I was like this is huge this is so good like if you're able to take everything that you have and you line it up with this type of opportunity that is going to be such a golden match because exactly what they need and exactly what they're looking for is what you have to offer and it's what you're passionate about so those things together is going to make it like a, just a beautiful match and so go for it like go for it because you operating where you are right now where you're not you don't feel like you're fully valued you feel like you're being overlooked um it's not really serving you and it's also not really serving your company So when we're thinking about being in in a position of guilt or you're feeling bad about wanting to make the move that you wanna make, just really sit with that and say, why am I feeling bad about this? And is there another way that I could be looking at this? Is there a reframe here? Because if you can focus on what is it that I'm trying to achieve in my career and why and you have a clear why around the transition that you're trying to make then it's easier to reconcile you moving away from a career that you've been in for a long time or that you spent a lot of time and energy building so um when I was able to do that that helped me with my transition so I hope that that's encouraging to you as well um So as I said, if you're someone who, you know, you recognize some of those things that I've shared and they resonate with you in terms of feeling doubt around what's possible for you or feeling confusion around what your steps could be um, or feeling guilty about even wanting to make a career move at this stage in your career anyway, um, then I invite you to book a call with me. Uh, Ultimately, being able to make the move into um, the, the career that you want is possible, but you really have to pay attention to what are you telling yourself? about what's possible if you're convincing yourself that you need to stay where you are but you find yourself having to do that convincing time and time again because your brain keeps going back to i don't want to be here but actually i should stay but no i don't want to be here or you have a crazy day and you're like why am i even here then it's something that you really need to pay attention to because it's obviously not going away um and so yeah do that pay attention to that and stop trying to convince yourself to stay when there's so so like so many opportunities out there and people are making moves right now um so if you want to be one of those people then i would say take those steps bye if you enjoyed today's conversation be sure to subscribe to the show so that you don't miss any future episodes Also, I would love to know what your biggest takeaway has been from today's episode. Come over and join us in our Career Changemakers community over on LinkedIn so that you can join the conversation there.